0: What is going on, everybody? This is Bandicoot, back for another episode. And of course, we're going to continue talking about the NBA playoffs. They start on the 16th, a week from now. Actually, a little bit less than a week from now on. I think it's on Saturday, I think. But anyway, last episode, we discussed the Western Conference and that that play-in game that's actually set. We have the Timberwolves versus the Clippers, and we have the Pelicans versus the Spurs. It's pretty much what I predicted. Almost exactly, to be honest with you. I knew the Lakers were going to crumble. I just knew it. Man, what a bunch of fakers and a bunch of um, pre-Madonnas all being led by that clown LeBron. But anyway, we're not here to talk about those games, even though those games are kicking off this week. I believe there's one tonight and there's one on Thursday night. I'm not sure about that, but we need to talk about the Eastern Conference. And one reason why I waited so long to do this video is because I wanted it to solidify, because there was so much up and down, especially with that 2-4 that through four spot. And even in the one, one spot, you didn't know if uh, Miami was going to get it or Boston or the Bucks or 76ers. It was just it was so crazy. And, and the bottom half was crazy as well. So here's what we got. Miami at number one, Boston at two. Barely getting a tiebreaker over the Bucks and the 76ers. They all tied with the same record. Celtics have beaten both those teams and have the tiebreakers over them, I believe. So they go above them. And it was a crazy tiebreaker. They had to go to number of wins over good teams or playoff teams and I guess the Bucks just slightly were better than the 76ers I don't know, I didn't get into the numbers, I just know it was crazy heck of a finish, a lot of fun this year, the NBA is doing a great job bouncing back, but we'll talk about that a little bit later, after the 76ers at the 4th spot, we have the Toronto, at the Toronto Raptors not Rappers, at the five spot we also have the Bucks. not the Bucks, the Bulls at the number six spot. And then we have the play-in games. Starting with the seventh-seed, Brooklyn, the eighth-seed, Cleveland, the ninth-seed, Hawks, and the tenth-seed, Hornets. It's kind of surprising there, but, I mean, New York and Washington just kind of crumbled. I called that out earlier in the year, too. Yep, I'm going to continue to pat myself on the back every time I get one right, and if I get it wrong, you just won't hear about it again. It never happened. I'm never wrong. But when I get it right, I will put it right down your face, and let you know about it every time. But anyway, let's talk more about these Eastern Conference play-in games. So if Brooklyn wins, they're going to be facing off against my Celtics at the number two spot. Kind of worried about that, but at the same time, you know, all these teams are good. You're going to have to play someone good. So you might as well take off a, a challenge. They should be able to beat them even without Robert Williams. But still, playing against Kevin Durant and Kyrie in the first round is kind of scary. And, you know, it's a rematch of last year, except the roles are reversed. Moving on to Cleveland, if Cleveland wins, they'll be playing against the Heat. Honestly, that could be a tough matchup for the Heat. Not saying the Heat aren't capable of beating the Cavs, but the Cavs have been a surprise team. Surprise me, Kevin Love's looked a lot better at the end of the year this season. But either way, those two teams face off for the seventh seed. I believe they're playing right now. Yeah, they are and it's looking like Brooklyn's crushing them already. Though they, they might start coming back. It was a twenty point game last time I checked beforehand, but they've tied it up a little bit. But Brooklyn's probably going to win that one, and that'll put them in the seventh seed. Unless Cleveland comes out and just has a heck of a second half, I am rooting for them. But either way, the Celtics should take care of either one of these teams, and it'll be a, it'll be a fun ride to watch. Now, if Cleveland loses this game, they got one more shot to play either against uh, the winner of the Hawks and the Hornets. I would probably say the Hornets. I know the Hawks are probably the fan favorite to pick and Trey Young and yada, 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 yada. Collins and a couple other names. I don't know, man. Scary Terry, LaMelo Ball, Montrez Harold, Gordon Hayward, if he ever plays again. Uh, he probably won't. I shouldn't even have mentioned him. You got Kelly Obrey. And of course, you got Miles Bridges. So they got a pretty stacked team too. I'm going to say the uh, the Hornets are going to win that one. And out of them in Cleveland... I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I'll probably pick Cleveland. So I'll say that the playoffs will stay the exact same. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hornets took out Cleveland. Now, say Cleveland comes back and wins this game tonight, yeah, Brooklyn's going to obliterate the Hawks or the Hornets, whichever one makes it to uh, the next game. Man, wouldn't that suck for Miami? You worked hard all season long to get the number one seed just to fight against the uh, the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant. Congratulations, home court advantage, number one, and now you're going to go against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. <sighs> Man. And you can say the same thing about the Celtics, but then again, the Bucks and the 76ers were all right there. They all had their highs and lows of the season, so y- you can't really... Uh, put it at any one of them that, hey, you worked all this all year long and got here just to face off them. Circumstances were a lot different for every one of these teams and for Brooklyn. They didn't have Kyrie for half the year. And the time Kyrie's been there, they've been fighting to just make the playoffs and get into this position. Now, you also have the whole thing with Ben Simmons and James Harden. Man, that that looks like a bad trade every single day. Simmons is just not going to play this year. He's just I don't know. He's just got no confidence. He's like Markel Foltz a couple years ago. He's like, nah, I'm just, I'm just not ready to play. Man, what a pansy. I shouldn't say that. It, I don't know the guy, and I don't know what he's dealing with. Who knows? There's a lot of pressure on him, and he he's probably is actually injured. We all just kind of clowned on him for not playing, but he, 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 he's got to have an injury. For him not to play like this for the whole new team, there's got to be something wrong. Hopefully, he can come back better, and we'll see what he looks like. I don't think he'll fit with Brooklyn. And I think it was a mistake, but we'll just have to see next year. But now that I've talked about all the playing games and the possibilities with the Celtics and Miami and who are they're going to play, let me get into the games that we are the series that we know are going to happen, starting with the Bucks and the Bulls. Now, the Bucks are a far better team, and they also have Brooke Lopez back who's been out a ton this year. So we don't know how he's going to fare. He has looked good as of late. You put that also with uh, Drew Holiday and Giannis. And, man, that's a, that's a tough team, defending champs. Who knows what's going to happen with them. They they can be beaten, though. And I think these Bulls, I think this Bulls team, definitely has the opportunity to make some waves here. I don't think they're going to win, unfortunately. There's a spoiler for my pick. But I definitely think they're going to push it to six, maybe even seven. I really like Vucevic. Vucevic does a pretty good job against the Bucks. Remember, he played them in the first round a couple years ago against Orlando, and they actually got a win blowout win at that, if I remember right, in the bubble. So take that for what it is, it's the bubble. But besides Vooch, you also have DeMar DeRozan who's just revitalized his career with this team and this organization which, good on him. You also have Caruso who's back. I know he's been out. He was a big piece that went down along with Lonzo that took them from the top team all the way down to where they are now. I definitely think they would they would have been a top three or four if those injuries didn't occur. You also have Zach Levine, who's got a lot to prove, and he's been proving it every year, but people still underrate him. So I, I definitely think there's a lot of fight in this team, and I think they can give the Bulls all that they can handle. But my final pick is Bucks and Six. All right, next we have the 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. And this this is kind of um, it's sketchy, because in Toronto, no players can play if they're not vaccinated, and there's a couple of the players on Philly that aren't vaccinated, like... Fibel, who's a really important piece to them in their offense and defense. Not to mention that the Toronto Raptors, are, they're a pretty tough team themselves. I I think they're a little bit overrated and they've played over their heads this year to make the playoffs. They should, probably should have been a lottery team. But, hey, they fought for it and they worked hard for it. Uh, Scotty Barnes was a lot better than I projected him to be. And, hey, here they are. They got a lot to prove. But Phillies, even with the whole not having thiable and a couple other players, they're going to be just fine. I think they're going to handle them in five, maybe six, just because they have advantage of playing at home. Toronto does. They have a large advantage, almost an unfair advantage, to be honest with you. I'm actually, as a Celtics fan, much happier that we're not playing them because I don't believe Jalen Brown's vaccinated and a couple other guys. So I, I'm actually happier that we're not playing them and we're playing the Nets. Sounds crazy, but, I mean, still, it's just... Their rules are just insane, and they're not going to stop because it's Canada. It's not a free country. But, hey, you have to follow the rules of where you're playing, and these are the rules, so they have to work around them. But Philly will be all right. They'll knock them out. They'll win the home games, maybe get one in Philly, and that'll be all she wrote. As just for our projection, if the Celtics play the Brooklyn, I'm going to say the Celtics in seven. It's going to be tough, but the Celtics will beat them. And they'll have that experience, and they'll have that battle-hardened experience ready to move into the second round. I don't believe all the crap. Oh, they're going to be tired and worn out. No, these are 16 games to the championship. These guys are going to give it all. I don't believe in all that crap. They're going to get worn out, and then they're going to play the Bucks or whoever they're going to play next, and they won't be able to do it. Nah, 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 nah. These guys are ready, and they're going to be ready for whoever their opponent is, and that goes for every team. And as for Miami and Cleveland... I'll say Miami. I mean, yeah, I'll say Miami wins and six. I I say Cleveland uh, gets one or two on them. But be honest with you, out of all the ones that could be a sweep, that is probably the one that will get swept. Even though I just talked them up a little bit, believe they have the capability. I'm not saying they will. They're still a young team. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Expect the Brooklyn Nets to win tonight, and them be the seventh seed. And uh, I'll probably do one more video before the playoffs, giving my giving my complete review on how it's, the matchups are going to be. But until then, stay chill.